0: all right welcome back to the golf podcast and happy fourth yeah man happy fourth cheers to the fourth so um we got we got a couple things we want to dig into today and one of them is this debate that we've been having you and i back and forth of whether the match which i think reached its peak a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. is it over is it dead is it done and i ask that because like neither one of us really tuned into it i don't even know if we knew it was coming It felt like it snuck up. It snuck up. I kind of vaguely knew, like saw some things online,
1: and then it happened, and then I'm trying
0: to find out who played in it. Right. So the question we have is like, A, does it still have a place, or is this thing running a little bit too long, or is there a way that that it can be revamped and made better? Mm -hmm. So I, I have a little bit of a feeling on all those things. I got an idea of like where it actually still does fit in some regard maybe it's changed its audience just a bit Mm -hmm. um and i there's something that i've been i've been longing to see in exhibition golf for a long time that i think the match could pivot to Mm -hmm. and could could start to bring back a a bigger audience but there's there's no doubt it's nowhere near the hype levels of when remember it had kicked off as a pay-per-view event phil versus tiger right yeah, I think right. it,
1: I think it died after that. I I think it just <laughs>
0: slowly started to lose traction uh-huh. after that. So we're going to dig into that. The other thing we got to talk about though is Ricky, man. Yeah, man. Back in the Winter Circle,
1: we completed
0: the comeback. He did. He and did. we did. We called it. In fact, last week on the show, I remember I said Mark my words, he's trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. This is the field and the spot and the course where he could get it done. And on the show, you even threw a couple bucks on threw, it on DraftKings. I threw it right out there. 10 bucks, I won 150. He was going off a of 15-1. to one.
1: I said he's got the Rocket Mortgage on his sleeve. Yep. This is his event. And I was actually a little nervous because he wasn't like, like I think day three wasn't keeping up. He was fell back a little bit, but then Sunday morning because of the rain delay, they moved all the tee times up and I'm like, dude, this guy's two up in the lead. Let's go.
0: He still gave us a a Rocky one though on Sunday. Yeah, he did. You know, the, Mm -hmm. the, which we could talk about in a second, but the conditions with the rain got really soft. The guys were able to go very low. You know, we Mm -hmm. talked a little bit about this with TPC river highlands, but, uh, he made me nervous. He, the lead slipped away from him missing a putter two or there. I still think that right now I love where Ricky's swing is. Yep. It's it's great to see the changes that he's implemented, but I still think the putter is where he could get himself into a little bit of trouble and he he left a few strokes out there on the greens that he didn't need to and mm-hmm. it opened up the door a little bit, but you also had great great performances by Hadwin. And by Morikawa. Uh, Morikawa, those are two guys I would not sleep on
1: for future bets. 100%. They're trending, mm. and I
0: think Morikawa now becomes the next guy in line. That's that to break his slump. He, he's so, won an open championship before Morikawa. Yeah, so well, and that was his last win two yeah. years ago. So now he is one. I would say like, and and you guys drop in the comments who is who's the person who's most overdue for a that's win a great now? Question. Yeah, because it, everyone the tip of the tongue was was Ricky Fowler. Um, yep. in fact, he went 1,610 days between wins, Ricky. It's quite a bit of time. But I'll tell you what, I've always been a Ricky fan, and even more endearing to me was when he was interviewed. He he walks off the green, he's a little bit choked up. He's got his wife and his kid there. And here's a guy who just got the hugest monkey off his back. Yeah. What everyone tell was about talking it. about about the win. And what does he say? He says, the wind felt good, but there are more important yep. things in life. Yep. And you know what's funny? If It tells you how you grow and you change and you mature. When I was younger, watching, this is before I had family and kids. Mm-hmm. I would watch something like that, and I, I wouldn't have the same attachment to it. It didn't have the same meaning to me until I had kids of, of my mm-hmm. own. Sure. I would have almost looked at that a little cynically of being like, ah, this guy doesn't have the competitive spirit. Right. He just won. Like that's, that's so important. Mm -hmm. Right now, like it's as you, you, you age and you have a family and like you're really your perspectives change. I can identify with that even more now, you know, I'm home on Sunday with my kids and and, you know, you just realize it's like, he's right. The win is great, but like, geez, the perspective on this guy. A guy it. who's had a lot of heartbreaks mm-hmm. on Sundays mm-hmm. and he's just like, just keeps that perspective. But like, you know what? The win is awesome, but there's more important things. And he said the, uh, he said that at the U S open, he
1: said, Hey, it doesn't matter that I didn't get the job done. There's still more important things. It, so, you know, it puts consistent. him in
0: such a great position mm-hmm. because now he can go out there. He can enjoy his career. Um, he he doesn't have a, you can perceive that he doesn't have that pressure to be anything that anyone else wants him to be cuz there always will be conversations even totally. with this win there'll always be conversations about Ricky that he underperformed you know win wise for his talent mm-hmm. that he should have gotten more wins and i think the only person that's not going to affect is Ricky and i think that's a great thing yeah and i remember just a year ago we were at brookline
1: for the us open and he was on the driving range up until Thursday morning, waiting as the first alternate, and he didn't get the nod. Mm-hmm. So now he's set. I'm sure he's going to be in
0: majors for what the next. This definitely year. sets him up. Uh, but look, I mean, for Ricky too, it's not for a lack of trying. The guy was trying. Mm-hmm. You know, he, like he said, he's qualifying into events. He's like, he's not putting it in. You know, some sort of like mindless gear and just whatever. But you, so you could tell the the win meant something to him. But it was cool to hear him say that, and it just makes me even more of a fan. And I, I'm I'm pulling for him to keep moving up those ranks and get on this Ryder Cup team.
1: I think he's going to be on the Ryder Cup team, and I'd be stupid not to bet money right now again on the show for the Open on Ricky. His drives all ended up in the fairway, and his putting is lights out. Yeah. Why
0: would you not pick that guy? It's just the Open is such its own animal. It's, it's such different. such a different style it's different, of game. But when your game is hot, I don't know. I think the guy who's trending in the right direction for the Open is Rory. I got money on him already. Yeah. Right away. Rory's a guy that you got to put a couple bucks on. But, but either way, like... The Ryder Cup is coming up in September. Mm -hmm. Ricky can continue his trend and try to make him his way in there with points. He could also now be in the conversation of a a, a captain's pick. Mm -hmm. And I think that Ryder Cup teams are just better when he's around. I think he's a great team guy. I think he he adds this intangible element to the teams um, that can you know it just get it just helps i think it just helps with that whole overall vibe so it'll be interesting to see what, what happens and there. you know it's funny speaking of rider cup
1: i'm thinking of like ricky and like his buddies like is it going to be another jordan and justin and whatever justin thomas is 66 in fedex cup yeah. he's been playing pretty bad is he even
0: in the rider cup running i don't think he's in there as far as a lock right now no <sighs> he could be a he could be a captain. but i i the way that you have good and bad seasons. Of course. You know, of course. The way that his season's been going and the frustration you see him expressing, I, I wouldn't be surprised if if he, he's the type of guy I could see him benching himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If he's not feeling like he's playing to where he's going to do the best for that team, JT's the guy I could see speaking to the captain being like, get somebody else. Hmm. I don't it's know. It's going to be interesting to That's see. That's just my own vibe on it. Um But... It will be interesting to see where that ends up shaking out. There's still a lot of golf to be played. Um, The other thing too, just to quickly touch on is we talked last week about TPC river highlands and how low those guys were going. And Rory made the comments of whether uh, he had said technology has passed that course by and talking about rolling the ball back. We had said our vibe was we'd rather see them just play harder courses, but we also asked you guys, you know, do you think that sometimes there's a place in the schedule for spots where they can go real low? Mm-hmm. Well, now they've gone real low two weeks in a row. I mean, twenty-two under. Yeah, there's an aspect of that though that was conditions. Once that place got soft, these guys were just sticking pins. They were sticking pins totally, but it wasn't as much of a birdie fest as TPC. Yeah. Well, there was
1: a lot of. I mean, there was a scoring on Sunday, but I feel like TPC is always a
0: fifty-nine watch. Yeah. Well, what did, what did uh, Morcao shoot, like 63 on Sunday? Something he made like something that. like four or five birdies mm-hmm. in a row. So yep. it was, in a way, it's another birdie fest. But it, either way, it was good action. Max Homa, second hole-in-one for him yeah. of his career. Um, and there's another guy, too, that at any time, he can pick up another win. Um, and Hadwin, like I said, Padwin played really well. So it was, it was a good fight. It was good to see uh, what I would call not like a premier event on the schedule still come down to that playoff, gave us a little bit of action. And, uh, man, that final hole in the playoff just shows you how golf is golf. Man. Yeah. It, we, I thought Ricky was out of it on his drive. Because mm-hmm. he went right. Yeah. Into the by the grandstands. And then he just hit a golf shot for the ages. For the ages Put it to about yeah. five
2: feet. If he didn't hit that ball to where he did on his approach, like if he didn't get it that extra like one foot like if he was on the back side of that little knoll <laughs> on the green yeah. that would have been inches, like man. a 40 foot putt instead yes. of what he had
1: so it's a game of just- inches and by the way adam hadwin has a swing tempo that i would you get mugged for. Like, how delicious is that guy's Especially swing? Especially
0: his his wedge shots. Oh. He's got such a like a one piece swing where he just keeps those arms straight on those yeah. short
1: wedge shots. It's something to it's watch, just, guys. It is something. Go it's check something it. to
0: watch. Um, but before we switch gears and dig into this match, yeah, the other one we got to give a nod to is our guy Rob LaBert.
1: Big week. I'm Big so week happy for him. For him. I texted him last night. I was hoping to get a text back before the show, but he's probably swamped with text messages right now. Rob, is this the one he wanted to win when we yes. first met him? It was.
0: He's been, and we've talked about him. before, and we've had him on the show. He's been so singularly focused the first that he thing just he said to wants us. to win the U.S. Senior Open. It's like when we shook his hand and said nice to meet you, I think it was the first thing he said to us. Yeah, he's like I'm going to like yeah, he's yeah. just like manifesting yeah. into
1: into the universe. Uh but great he, week. He great gave week, a couple but- back on the back 9 yesterday, which is unfortunate, but at one point yesterday afternoon I looked and he was in solo second behind Langer. Yeah. Still like 4 or 5 behind him. That's how That's the thing. Great he was to
0: win, him. you got to go through Langer.
1: Yeah. It's proving to be harder and harder. Yeah. It is being. Yeah. It's
0: incredible what he Most wins on the, to the champs
1: do. tour. He's like the tiger of the champs tour now. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, and and but, just so many majors. But what does this do for Rob now? Because I, I guess he's set. I think he's got some exemptions. I think he'll be back next year. He missed the, the Schwab uh, playoffs by like
0: one spot last year. Yeah. Well, listen, at T5, T- um, mm-hmm. T4, it puts him in the top five yep. in, a, in a major. It, it's got to set him up for quite totally. some time. Absolutely. Uh, he's it, it's dude. been an interesting ride. We, we we had Rob on the show when he first made it onto the – Mm-hmm. PGA Tour champions, and then we had him after his first season, and just seeing that difference of like him continuing that fight of trying to stay on the tour and stuff like that. I remember calling him out for the double bogeys. Yes, no, he said triple, triple, and he's like, "Whoa, now, yeah, like, <laughs> pump
1: the brakes, pump the brakes, bro." But that that yesterday's finish bumped him into the top thirty. Now he's at four hundred four hundred twelve thousand of earnings this year. That's crazy.
0: Good for him way more than last year, and we're only in June. Yeah. He's a guy who just, he works so hard. He's such a a great story of a guy who went so long to try to just get onto the pro tours, and then when he finally made it there, you could tell how much he appreciates being there. Yeah. And I think that's a story that we can all kind of get behind. So that was was cool to see. Yeah, that was great to see. Good for him. So let's dive into this match a little bit. Yes. So first of all, I mean, it's it's become, it's pivoted in so many ways, and, and now we've got a situation where, started with Phil and Tiger, and then we saw, you know, different iterations where pros were worked in, and then they slowly started to bring in some, you know, I remember like Manning, yeah, and, you Tom know, Brady, 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 it was
2: and, like Phil and Brady, and... Manning and Tiger, yeah, right. it was. But still you still okay. had
0: the the pros in there, kind of anchoring it. You did. We've now moved completely away completely from away. that. And we've got you know guys from the NFL, guys from the NBA. Now I can't take anything away. They're they're fantastic golfers. They are, and for for beat, not being their primary sport, mm-hmm. and they they really, the highlight reel was great. There were some great shots that were made. There's no doubt about it, um, but. From a pure entertainment standpoint, for me now I'm speaking just for me as a gol- as a golf fan primarily, it's been losing a lot of traction for me. I yeah. mean,
2: this could have been a YouTube video.
0: Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like was that's it on the TV. Vi- yeah, it was, was on. Okay, yeah, but you know, it, it's clear that we didn't watch it live. Clear. Yeah, <laughs> it just didn't capture my attention. Right, in the same way. I honestly didn't even know it was happening. I, yeah, saw, exactly. I, like, I
2: saw it like the day after. I'm like, oh, I guess that happened.
0: Which drives this question for me: of is it targeting a different demographic than us? Has to be. And and well, the reason well, I ask who? this too is like you say, and I said we didn't we didn't even see the promos really. The first match, the promos were everywhere. But is it everywhere we're looking? So what I mean by that is, have they kind of moved on from trying to attract? the already golf audience and is it becoming more of a crossover event and what i mean by that is maybe they I, I don't i mean the nfl is not playing right now i'm admittedly don't watch a lot of the nba maybe a lot of the ads and stuff were stuff that were running during those games mm-hmm. are they trying now to more so target the people who are going to come over because they're already a curry fan mm-hmm. and they want us and and now they're getting introduced to another sport It's possible. I could totally see that. Right? Versus for me, I'm already a Tiger fan, a Phil fan. I'm watching the original matches because they're in it. Right? Yeah. I wonder if this is becoming more of a thing that's like, hey, let's target the – let's get the crossover of the guys who are watching the NBA and the NFL and bring them into golf because those guys may not – I mean, everybody knows Tiger. Sure. Phil, kind Mm -hmm. of. Mm -hmm. But they may not know who the – top 25 golfers Definitely in the world not. are right now and that might not be the draw right so well they did choose they chose basically the four biggest people
2: in other sports right i mean if you're looking at it patrick mahomes is probably the biggest star in the nfl right now mm-hmm. travis kelsey has one of the biggest sports podcasts in the world right now steph curry is just a dog same with clay thompson like yeah just as big as it gets but i just think they lost like that like core golf audience right. like they're trying to take the young kids that are that love these players and be like oh this is what golf is as well
0: that's what i'm thinking like so before we kind of come up with this hypothetical reworking of how to save it mm-hmm. the first thing we got to wonder is does it need saving at all is it just something that's now morphed into a primarily for golf audience and moved into something for this is primarily for an NBA and NFL audience with the hopes that it'll expose them and possibly bring them into golf, like as a crossover. But who's trying to pull them in? A lot of people. I mean, who the runs the PGA, PGA Tour. Tour? The PGA yeah. Tour could be trying to pull Got them it. in. It's
1: not Capital One.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Capital <laughs> One wants eyeballs, <laughs> yeah, right? right? At the end of the day, because right. it's a sponsorship. But... But I'm pretty sure they did it on TNT, which
2: is like the big basketball channel. They had Ernie. They had Chuck. Like they had all the guys that are like there for like basketball. Yep. So it kind of felt like a basketball broadcast a little bit.
0: So I think that that's what it is. And if you're measuring the success, we'd have to measure it against what its intention was. For me, the last match that I watched was the one under the lights with Tiger, Tiger and JT. And, yeah. It, Cause I mean, that was a golf event, golf event. It was all was golfers.
2: That, I thought that was the last one. I thought that was the last one that they did. It might've been the last one. That it
0: might've been. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know if they were another... on that back. That was kind of, well, that's sweet. what I'm saying. Like, I think at some point we need to separate these paths I think there's a place for both of them. Mm-hmm. I think the idea of having something, I think the confusion lies that every time it's just called the match and it just changes so dramatically in how it's played. Yeah. I love the idea of exposing and, and showing, you know, audiences of other sports what golf can be because there's so many athletes mm-hmm. in other sports who love golf. Sure. And if they could bring the audience over to it, it helps grow the game mm-hmm. and, and it helps grow the audience for golf. That makes sense. Have... Whatever you want to call it, if you want to call that the match, have that. Have guys who are who are other in, athletes, and other sports, but they're great golfers play against each other and bring those audiences in. Yeah, but then for us, the more already established golf audience and the diehards, that's where I'd love to see something brought in that's maybe a little bit less entertainment and a little bit more competition. Like for this, it's it's pure entertainment. It's like you got the guys jabbing each other, you got you know, you got um, Barkley and yeah. all that stuff. I would love to see, almost like we used to have the wide world of golf, bring back some sort of it, whether maybe it gets its own name or it's another type of match series, bring back head to head matches against the best golfers and put it in prime time mm-hmm. and put it on those courses. We talked about this last week that don't get pga tour events yeah they used to hold matches hogan Hogan. sneed at pine Pine valley Valley. i know geez can you imagine
1: bring it bring it back i would love to watch that i would watch all day long
0: uh jt versus speed at sleepy hollow (laughs) right (laughs) Right. and televise it yeah these are courses that will never Never. ever get a pga tour event because they don't have the capacity
1: for it even some of these
0: ones from the road to pine valley
1: Courses they're playing that can't get events. Right. Yeah. There's totally. certain
0: places that that don't have the ability to put in grandstands that don't have the ability to take whatever. Right. You know, put put those in. Put you know, and and it could be any whoever's like playing hot right now. Two big names to put two two big names against each other at at Cyprus.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, and have be it great. be like maybe small amount of tickets, maybe ten thousand people on the ground, and 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 just a film crew. Yeah. You know, you know what? That would light me up. You know what?
1: I would love to see if 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 it's not going if it's going to be other athletes. I'd love to do like a battle of the goats at the Grove, and have like Jordan, Tiger, Brady, and like Jeter. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think Jeter would be the worst golfer there, but like something like that would would
0: pique my interest for sure. Because I mean, there's a curiosity there. I've seen those guys all together. I think that would bring other sports in. But at the end of the day, as for as good a golfers as all those guys are. I don't know if they're quite good enough to sustain the attention of, yeah, of watching an 18-hole full match. Yep. Uh, here's where I would rather have, for me, as the, the golf demographic, the golf audience, I would rather see you take two of the best players, rivalry players, whatever, and throw them in a match on a course that we just don't usually get to see. I love it. You know? Yeah. Pinehurst number four. Right, right. You know, the list goes out on Tobacco Road.
1: Imagine Tobacco Road. Tobacco
0: Road will never, ever get a PGA Tour or, or other professional event. But if you went out there and you had- How about Scheffler-Rom, One-Two
1: Punch at Tobacco Road or something?
0: Right. You'd be sick. Right. Or or or, or, or now that the tours are converging again, mm-hmm.
1: get Some like- Live
0: versus PGA Tour. Right. Get like Brooks out there, you They'd know, They'd be smart and if Sheffler. they started doing that. They did
1: one-on-one live matches right. like that like DJ versus Cam versus Story. That,
0: that's the thing like that will pull that audience and it will it'll open people's eyes to seeing some courses that they wouldn't otherwise see. Yeah. I think it could be some sick primetime stuff. Kingsborns. And oh. uh, well, the other reason I think there's a huge gap now for that is look at look at how much the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup captures our attention because we wait this long to see our favorite players go head-to-head in a match. Right. Well, we've lost the, the what do you call it, event, the match play event that was on the schedule. It was the last oh, one. Oh, the Dell match play? The Del- yeah. Yeah, that's gone. We right. So now we don't even really have a match play event to look forward to. No, we don't. So this is where I think this is the perfect opportunity to reignite the match or whatever you want to do it. and And- or if, like I said split the split the fairway and have one type of match for non-professional golfers who are from other sports and that brings a new audience into golf but for us diehard golf fans yeah. I want to see head-to-head matches against our favorite players at new and exotic locations. I agree with that. Totally. I think teeth of the dog. <laughs> you know, we can just keep going on and well, on. on and Imagine. on. Imagine.
2: Yeah. I think that it needs to be based in good golf like specifically like so if you're going to do teams have the teams be run by pga Tour players but then interject the pop culture other sport athletes in periodically you know what i'm saying like they get to the second t and travis kelsey and his brother jason are there like ribbing the guys playing golf so that the non-golf fans are like oh i know these guys yeah yeah but the golf carries the event like good golf, I still think the you're event. right.
0: You need good golf, and and you guys again weigh in in the comments. Let us know. Do you think it, it has a place to be a crossover event where it's mixed, where you've got pro golfers and non pros playing together? Or because again, I'll go back to the roots. It was it was Tiger, Phil, huge bragging rights, huge Big pile of money, pile of like money. Like it was done right. Yeah, boxing match. That's what I want to see. Yeah, and I, and I think. Yeah, you gotta have golf. You gotta have pro golfers, and there's just enough at this point. There's enough matchups that we'd all love to see to keep us all happy there's for plenty. a while.
1: And they're always doing it at the at the win in Las Vegas, right? I think it's always there. I yeah, or it's they, always at Vegas. They, I thought it was at Shadow Creek. Something. It's like. somewhere in Vegas. Yeah,
0: yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, there's so many different We just rattled off a few of guys we'd like to see go to head to head. I would just do one on one matches. Man, it could just be. It could be really cool. I'm more intrigued about the courses. But there's got to be heat. Right. I want to see the courses that I was You know see. what I'm saying? There's,
2: there's got to be heat behind it. Like a big enough last, purse there's going to be heat. Yeah, but this last match had no heat behind Nothing. it. Nothing. But going back to the Tiger and Phil the original yeah. one, I like I wasn't even in the golf world at that point and I knew that that was going down and I wanted to see it because <laughs> the amount of times that I watched Tiger and Phil when I was a kid watching golf with my mom, mm-hmm. like the amount of times I saw the two of them go at it, I'm like, oh, this is what I've always wanted to watch, right? But now there's just absolutely no.
0: Well, the reason behind, why there's right? no heat. Think about it. Why would you watch guys like Steph Curry and these guys play? It's their personalities that you want to see. It's the curiosity to see how well they play. But at the end of the day, do you really care if he beats Josh Allen? <laughs> right, right. But but everybody was so focused, and and the only argument was was that. They played it more as an exhibition. Did they really play as hard as they wanted? Uh, you know what I mean? They wanted to, but everybody would be like, oh, that was a hypothetical. If you put Phil and Tiger head to head, who would win? Mm-hmm. Right. That's the way I feel now. Right. Like, yep. You know, take take Rory as hot as he's playing and, and he goes right up against Scotty Scheffler or somebody like that. And I I actually have curiosity of who's gonna win. Sure. Not just the curiosity of tuning in just to see an entertainment product of guys joking with each other and having a good time out there. Or get, like, two guys that are, like,
2: known that they don't like each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that Rory and Sergio just made up. And, like, they're friends Which is a whole other funny story. But but wouldn't it have been awesome when they were just beefing? To throw them both in a one on one, like I yeah. know Sergio probably wouldn't be able to hang with Rory necessarily, but well, that's what everyone said time. at the height
0: of the Bryson Brooks. Mm-hmm. It was like put them together. Like now, I want to see them. Didn't play they go it. heads up? They did. They did, and it was. I think it was smart, and we got away from that. Right. So right. I I think that that's that's where it's, I think there's got to be a place for still pro golf, really high caliber golf, high caliber matches. There's a spot for it because we don't get match play outside of the Ryder Cup and Presidents Cup now. And there's so many golf courses that could be put in the spotlight without having to do the whole massive four-day event PGA Tour. Yeah, event. I agree. I agree. I Hope you see it. Yeah. You know, just give me those guys at Tobacco Road. Yeah. That oh, would be pretty boy, sweet. Boy, would that out, get ratings? Oh, it would. Anyway, let's uh, let's do a quick break there. We'll do a quick word from our sponsors. Then I want to talk about. Come back. We'll talk really quickly again about Ryder Cup. Taylor Gooch. Yes. Um, and then we just want, I want to recap just the status of where we are in this whole live and PGA tour merger type of thing because the news came out, it was super hot. And then all of a sudden we didn't get a whole lot of more information. Yeah, right. Well, you know, we had it, we did have some leaks, some documents and now we've got even maybe Congress getting involved. Is it gonna happen, is it not? So we'll talk about that real quick, but let's do a quick word from our sponsors. To be your best today, you have to outperform the player you were yesterday. For some, it might be breaking 80. For others, it might be breaking the course record. And for all of us, it's playing a golf ball we know will help us get the most out of our game. The new Titleist Pro V1 and Pro V1X are the most advanced to date and will help reward your best swings like never before. Both models are longer, they're even more consistent and they feature that unrivaled control you just don't get anywhere else. Now remember, the Pro-V is the best combination of distance, spin, and feel in the game. It delivers that penetrating flight. The Pro-V-1X flies higher, spins a bit more in the short game, but it still gives you that low spin on longer shots to really maximize your distance. There is something in there to fit for everyone, so I definitely recommend getting out there, doing A ball fitting this summer. It will really open your eyes to your game and what best fits you. You can find out more about the new Pro V1 and Pro V1X, including which is that best choice for you at Titleist.com.
1: And FootJoy, the number one shoe in golf, offer us the chance to create our own custom shoes. And we've had so much fun doing this. We've done countless shoes. Uh, The MyJoy tool on the FootJoy website allows you to get uh, really creative with this. We could show your style with a wide selection of premium leathers and custom options. I mean, each pair of MyJoy's are handmade to your exact specifications so that you can create a shoe that's as unique as you are so yeah. you know you want pink on the leather you want red if, if, you, if you're an orange guy like Ricky I mean you can get nuts there's tons of options you got to see it for yourself go to footjoy.com click on the myjoys uh, shoe creator and go for it have fun with it even if you don't end up buying them I'm telling you you're gonna have so much fun creating them and you probably will end up buying them anyway so
0: go check it out footjoy.com one thing I'll say, just kind of wrapping up what we were talking about before you guys in the comments, definitely drop in there and say what your take is on the match. And if you agree with us, like where would you like to see the matches played? Yeah. Some courses I'd love to just kind of see rattle off. I'm just looking see at up there. I'm seeing that. like they There's own so many great locations. <laughs> so many here and abroad and abroad, right? There's just so many great locations, but anyway. Um, so this whole thing that's with, with live and, um, And the PGA Tour. There's a lot, obviously, that's still in limbo. Um, We're still even waiting on an update on Jay's health. Yeah, no one's heard from Jay. No one's heard. But but he's the man in
1: charge now.
2: They did say that he is doing better and should be returning to work in the coming weeks.
0: Did they ever say what it was, though? Did he have a heart attack? Stress?
2: I, I really don't know. They didn't say specifically what it was, and his family put out a statement saying that they you know, wanted their, their privacy through all this or whatever. It'll so, come out yeah, what it
1: was. I'm eventually.
0: sure it will. But the thing is, that in this this document that leaked, uh, it was a six-page document, um, and, and you can go to golffisting.com. Eric did a, a great write-up on the whole thing. Um, the, the one takeaway that I saw in there is that there would be a – there was a plan for some sort of methodology to, to bring live players back, but a lot of it was contingent upon Jay kind of coming up with the planning for that. And it's just so interesting. It just makes you wonder, can he kind of put aside because he came after them hard. Now, now. There's well, a lot of back. I mean, yeah. he, he's going to
2: have to backpedal it have. because he backpedaled the whole, like, the, the I'm not taking is, money from these guys because of 9-11 and all that. I know. Like, he, he walked that back immediately.
0: The problem is for him personally to save any type of face, he has to walk this line that he has to at least make it perceivably that he's not backpedaling so much. So I think he's going to want to put like some sort of show of like of some sort of penalty for guys returning. Well, I
2: think guys like Phil and – guys like Patrick Reed, like the super vocal guys that were trying to go after the tour after they left, I think they're going to have a long road back to the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. But then you have somebody like Brooks who never really badmouthed the tour, a guy like DJ. DJ's barely said anything since he's gone He just the resigned, lit. DJ. He j- yeah, he's just it. playing golf. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know he doesn't want to go back to the PGA Tour, but at the same time, like I feel like the tour is going to be much more apt to bring the guys back who didn't like, Burn the bridge on the way out.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why would be their incentive to want, like, why would a Pat Perez want to go play in the Farmers Insurance Open to get world rankings? I mean, what what's the incentive for well, them? Yeah. Well,
2: also, in that, in that outline that you're talking about, they did say that the PGA Tour, Live, and the DP World Tour are going to work together to try and get Live World Golf, points. golf ranking points. Like that was some, that was a big point of it that I saw, it and I'm like, yeah. all right, that could be. But you th- know, they're all going to act in good faith, is what <laughs> I kept hearing.
0: But I also saw in there that the future of Live in general was still undecided.
2: I heard that, but as well, I heard reports that at this last Live event, uh, Yassir had a players meeting with the Live guys and uh-huh. said to these Live guys, "Don't worry about Live." Liv is is my baby, and that's what he said. The guy with all the money, yeah, all the is saying, Liv's not going anywhere."
0: Liv's my baby. I just, I just wonder if you might see a rebranding. Like you might, I wouldn't see, be surprised, right? Like uh, maybe the tours kind of rejoin because they're already saying they're going to join. That there's going to be a new name, TBD. Uh, I just well, wonder. That's for
2: the company that owns it all.
0: Yeah. I, I just wonder if like you'll have like if they move to this like which originally I remember Ernie Els and some of the guys were suggesting if you had so they weren't con- directly conflicting mm. and one was like live was like a tour that ran for the o- off season the wraparound season goes away who yeah, knows right because at the end of the day if you continue to try to run them parallel you're and if 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 guys are then able to be on both tours. At some point, you're going to have guys who have to sit out one or the other event. And then the, and then if they're all under the same company, they're not going to want to cannibalize
1: themselves. Right, no, like,
0: I'm not going to watch this event because I'm going to watch that Yet, event. Right. So it's very interesting to see what ends up happening. But meanwhile, over on live, you got Taylor Gooch, pulls in another win. Another four mil, right? Get this. He is now one. And now this is a combination of individual and team money. He's made thirteen point three million dollars on live in this, <laughs> this year. This in year. the
1: eight
2: yeah. events that he's played in this
1: after year, after he was released from the Four Aces, right?
0: Well, he's bounced around teams. Yeah, but so that's his uh, his total for the year. Right. right. No matter where he's been, mm-hmm. Scotty Scheffler's made like twelve million. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, crazy. no, I
2: think he made Scotty Scheffler made eighteen point five in eighteen events. Yeah. Okay.
0: And Taylor Gooch is made, almost there, only at eight. Yeah, 18.5 in eight events. Ram is 15.2 in 16 events. It's crazy. But Taylor also becomes, you know, the first live player to win three events. Brooks has got two. Dustin Johnson's got two. two. There's still a lot of money being made over there. Gucci Ryder Cup guy? So there's your question. (laughs) I would take him over JT right now. 100%. I, I, it just, but. When are we gonna get those answers? I know. When are we gonna get the answers on Ryder Cup in general? Because the guy who's gotta be asking the big questions is Stenson.
1: He
0: I think was it, the Ryder Cup captain and got it taken away because he left for live?
1: Yeah, I don't think there's no there's no going back on that because I think Luke Donald's been through way too much already. He's probably, what do they
0: do they throw him back as like an assistant captain at this
1: point? I think if anything, maybe get him on there as an assistant.
0: Because you feel like he's if everybody still, else is, left do do the do doors as back open. But I'm I'm like, think, what are you
1: going to do with a guy like Poulter?
2: Is he one of those guys that burnt too many bridges and isn't allowed back? You know what I'm saying? I just saying? don't
1: think like, he's that as good enough to be on the team. Live or no live, I think Poulter's just washed.
2: Yeah, but he's been like the Ryder Cup guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's yeah. a guy who like
0: he seems like I he's know. older and, and washed, and then all of a sudden he gets in that Ryder he gets Cup in that and, he's, and he's, he lights on fire. It's true. I can't argue that. You And like, like
2: Sergio, like another does, guy. Doesn't he's Sergio like a have like the best record in Ryder Cup history? Or something like in like had he's they had up matches. there. He's like, up there for
1: sure.
0: He's great in matches. He's another match guy, but but it shows you this is the probably the most difficult year on captains for captains picks <laughs> yeah. than there's ever been. No before. doubt, because no doubt. now they've got guys that could have probably could have earned their spot on if they were just on tour, right? And they're not, so now they have to be captains picks. But either way, I mean, I, I'm. I'm even getting a little bit tired of the back and forth with the live and the PGA Tour, and I, I'm I'm kind of wanting answers because I feel like we're living in this bizarro world, where all of a sudden, as you mentioned earlier, now you're hearing like Sergio saying it's so great to have my friend back, and he's back friends with Rory. Remember they had their contentious split over this whole thing, and they yep. were and they were lobbing you know insults at each other. It's just like what happened. Like still, I still we all feel like we're such playing catch up. I know, I, I don't know. It's 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 silly. I don't know what's going to happen, but it is going to grab headlines. Either way, They're I'm crazy. saying we need an update. We do. I think once Jay's back in health or something, some like we need an official sort of update of what the plan is, and we got to even see if the plan's going to go through because now Congress has gotten involved and is there antitrust, you know, with this? There's a lot on mm. the fire. And then what happens to Norman? Does he just sell off? Well, great
1: question. He, he made he himself hated. like the most hated guy in golf.
0: But what it and then, depends on, like, yes, all these guys who made themselves hated are also made themselves very wealthy, validated, <laughs> yeah. wealthy, yes. But, but they had a lot of validation when this deal went
1: through. 100%. Because
0: now Norman can say, well, he can go back and say, like, well, listen, I did what I had to do to get the types of things into the golf that I've always wanted mm-hmm. the team play, the mm-hmm. whatever. He could say, I've done that. Yeah. And the. It takes away this whole idea of just like where people were saying they didn't want the Saudi money. Well, now everybody's got the Saudi money. Right. And even the guys who said they didn't want it are getting it. Yeah. In one way or another. In one way or another. Because right. it's the financial, it's the biggest part financial backing. Either way, it's messy. And I think we just need an update. We need an update from somebody of where we're going to be because there's not much of the this season left. Nope. There's only something like eight events left. Yeah, well, we're, gonna into the, yeah is, we're gonna so. be the FedEx Cup playoffs. We're gonna the FedEx Cup. And then it's like now we're starting to make plans for next year. Well, what does that schedule look like? Well, that Will that super be a thing?
1: that fall series thing is gonna kick off it should the wraparound
0: season wraparound- should kick right in. But but what does this shake up? And then in January you've got Tigers League starting up too. Yeah, which is gonna muddy the water. But I think to answer your question with, Je- with um with Greg Norman. I think it's highly contingent upon does Liv stick around and still run as a parallel, separate tour that's now just friendly with the PGA Tour? Yeah. If if it does, then I think Norman stays around as the commissioner of Liv. Yeah. But if there's a true blending, then they've got to find another spot for him or he rides off into the sunset with all his money. Totally. I mean, I w- speaking of that, I want to ask you, the
1: um, soccer, like the Red Bulls, is that a different soccer league than than the country soccer like for the yes. world cup yeah so there's two separate
0: leagues there's many leagues there's you have mls yeah. and then all, oh, you have the premier league which is primarily right. overseas yep there are many many so they're leagues, able to do but then leagues. you
1: also have and nascar has two right or no it's formula one
2: nascar has a couple nascar has like a feeder league nascar, yeah, NASCAR has like the corn Ferry tour exactly. and they have okay. The PGA. Everyone's tour. got a corn ferry minor then, league,
0: right? They're basically NASCAR, the truck leagues, those are they're minor leagues ish that you you win your way up to the big show.
2: Okay, but in soccer, yeah. like you're saying, there's a Saudi league, right? And they pay. Yeah. They offered Messi a billion dollars, right, for like a couple years to come play. Cristiano Ronaldo yeah, just signed big money with a Saudi team and is getting like five hundred million over two years, right. like.
0: Just ridiculous money. per kick. So this is happening in every <laughs> But it's sport. a good yeah. point. Could okay. that be a similar model that we see? Soccer being the, the model. Because right. now we have Messi who came over to MLS, right? Yeah. And you, you have these guys that what they'll do is they will compete in different leagues. Some leagues are obviously being higher than others, like the Premier League. Mm-hmm. But when it comes time for the World Cup or things like that, now they're playing for their country. Right. Right? So... So Messi can go back and play for his country. He does. He plays in the World Cup every year. Every, every year. Every even though years. he's for his his country.
1: Did and he there's go to other Beckham's international team?
0: events, too. Did he go to David Beckham's
2: team? Did he turn down the Saudi and join? He turned down the Saudi and he went to Inter
1: Miami, which uh, is owned by David Beckham, right? I don't know. I, I, think, saw I, think Beckham, news line.
2: I think Beckham is L.A. I think Beckham owns the L.A. Galaxy, but I could be wrong. Um... Messi's deal is just absolutely insane. Being the MLS couldn't give him like the billion dollars that Saudi gave him. The entire MLS came together, and the sponsors as right. well came together. Because so it's great for the league. Yes. Apple yeah. has the Apple has the broadcast rights. Apple said, "Okay, we'll give you Messi a portion of the broadcast oh, money." Wow. Wow. So he's getting a portion of all the broadcast of the entire MLS from right. Apple. He's getting a portion of every like everything soccer related that Adidas sells. He's getting yeah. a piece of that. And then after his wow, time that's insane. after his time in the MLS, he has an option to buy a team,
1: the same well, way that's that cool. Beckham did. Yeah. Hey, and let we- me ask you this. I know you're a big Argentina fan. <laughs> yeah. If they didn't win that World Cup, does he get all this money and superstar? superstar? He's still the
0: best soccer player in the world. I mean, Ronaldo. Yeah, that's true. So he at the end of the day He's as 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 Zach was saying. He's a kind of a play, as we talked about crossover and bringing eyeballs yeah. in. Wherever you put Messi, the the world of soccer eyeballs is going to follow. Sure. So as MLS tries to continue to to expand its audience and demographic, bringing him over will now make it very international. People will watch it. will watch a lot more. And also, God, he's, he's it, there. It yeah. makes
2: every single Inter Miami game a must-see event, you know? Yeah, yes. The ticket prices went from, like, average <sighs> ticket prices went from, like, 50 something dollars to now they're average over $300. Jeez. Right. Just insane. Smart business decision. Instantly. Like, overnight, the
1: money... Just shot it. It, it,
0: Right. There's no doubt that there's huge ROI on that. So So maybe
1: there is a world where all these golf leagues just live together. I mean,
0: might there be a world where whether it's under the same name or different name, Live continues to live on. The PGA Tour lives on, and now there's a little bit more competition for eyeballs. You know what I mean? Like of 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 week to week of what event and who Mm -hmm. gets what event. Uh, But the I mean, if this shows you anything, they'll all be under this one umbrella. So that means that they'll all play nicely together. Got it.
2: It's tough, though, when comparing it to soccer, because soccer is the biggest sport in the world. Right. I mean, that's all different. And there are thousands of ridiculously good soccer players at different levels. Sure. I believe that. There aren't as many wicked good pro golfers. So there couldn't be more than, I would say, two leagues going on at the same time, because then you know, you're going to have leagues with just... People did, that aren't that good playing.
1: Well, did the XFL fail?
2: It's in the process of failing. It lost. <laughs> it's it, on its it, way. It lost a lot of money. The Rock lost a lot of money.
0: Okay, I feel like they've tried that with with football so many times. But XFL was not a Saudi-based thing.
2: No, that's no. the Rock.
0: That's the Rock. Right. Right. Okay. So I think Ooh. that's where, like I said, you you gotta find a way that, especially if they're all working together, that you're you're you have enough leagues. To fulfill the demand of eyeballs without having too many leagues and too many different tournaments that it starts to oversaturate itself mm-hmm. and now cannibalize and split views between them. They're going to now, if nothing else, they're, I'm sure there will be, if they do remain separate leagues, there will be a sit down and developing the schedule together. Right. Yep. you know you might see where these alternate event pga tour events like the barracuda or something like that might start to drop off mm-hmm. because there's just not enough room for all of yeah it. where are they gonna and, do it all yeah and now you'll have live event is it a live event this week or pga tour event or they'll just find a way to merge them and maybe it'll be a poor barracuda different season <laughs> yeah but at some point you Barbasol. can't have, yeah you, how many events can bermuda Zurich's out of there zurich has Zerk. gone <laughs> frank will be thrilled <laughs> anyway, we'll leave it there. One, one thing I will say is no pod next week. Vacation. Much, much needed vacation. Enjoy it, dude. Next week. I cannot wait. Going away with the family. Uh, but we will be going? back. Heading to Aruba. My man. Carib. My we've all been to the Caribbean in the last month. We all went to the Caribbean in the last month. Separately. Separately. But, uh, <laughs> Well, my yeah. wife's fortieth, so nice. we're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna get away. We've been long overdue for a vacation, so Sweet. getting away. But then we will be back strong the week after. We've got Ooh, the, the last the major of the year, the Open Championship. We're gonna dig into that, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of storylines. Plus, it will be more or less the first real major after the dust is kind of starting to settle. Yeah, because we announced the 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 leagues coming together around. The U.S. Open. That's right, and everybody's head was spinning. Mm-hmm. Now we'll be very interested to see how this plays out. So, so wait—is that a year anniversary of my mullet?
2: Did that happen at the last U.S. Open? Was Cam Smith the last winner, or no? The last the
0: Open. Open Championship. That's
1: yes. that's a uh, a year of the mullet.
0: Yep, wow. it feels yeah. like much longer. It than does that. feel like a long long time ago, uh, but it shows you also how much can happen in a year because Cam won that, then went to live you feel like he's been there forever I feel like he's been pretty quiet over in live though he's been yeah, yeah. but I, I I could see him possibly uh doing big things again to try and defend his title yeah he's the type of guy whose game could works well over there totally so we'll break all that down next week uh in a week from now but uh in the meantime guys let us know your thoughts on this match I'd love to hear it drop them in the comments and we'll see you again in two weeks